The topics and opinions expressed on the following show are solely those of the hosts and their guests and not those of W4WN Radio, its employees, or affiliates. We make no recommendations or endorsements for radio show programs, services, or products mentioned on air or on our web. No liability, explicit or implied, shall be extended to W4WN Radio, its employees, or affiliates. Any questions or comments should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for choosing W4WN Radio. Radio Tony with Tony Lontis. Author of Resilience, memoir of a broken little girl discovering a woman of strength and beauty. Available now on Amazon.com and in all good bookstores. Radio Tony. Your safe space for tough conversations, exposing secrets and talking about trauma and recovery. Radio Tony. Building resilience, talking trauma. Radio Tony. Live from the Gold Coast, Australia. Radio Tony. Difficult conversations and bringing hope to listeners. Live from the Gold Coast, Australia on W4WN. Good evening, America. Good morning, Australia. You're listening to Tony Lontis live on Radio Tony Australia. And for those of you that are new to the show, I just thought I'd better tell you a little bit about me. So I'm an author, speaker, radio host, TV host, and I'm passionate about creating beauty within myself and others. Underpinning what I do are the four pillars of inspire, empower, educate, and help. And since publishing my book, um, Resilience, a memoir of a broken little girl discovering a woman of strength and beauty, I've poured my heart and soul into the entrepreneurial pursuits that see me hosting this show. In 2020, I'm embarking on a journey to help people host their own radio shows. I'm launching socially conscious tours to the Philippines. The first one is in May this year. Um, I've also started leading the first Secret Sis in Biz chapter here on the Gold Coast. And I'm working on the dream of hosting an inaugural everyday women's conference here on the Gold Coast, Australia. When I'm not working on all of this, I'm talking to you guys on radio and loving it, or I'm spending time with my goats and my husband. If you want to jump on and see more about what I do, please jump on the website. It's TonyLontis.com, and my Facebook page is Radio Tony, and I'm also uh, open to anyone who would like to be a guest on my show, and before we go to a short break, I just want to tell you about the two guests that I have on the show and I'll be talking to live after the break. So with me on air today are Beth Mund and Barrett Stover, the co-authors of Living Beyond Fear, Sacred Letters from the Afterlife. Beth and Barrett connect with people who have passed. In 2016, they discovered that not only could they connect around the same spirit, but that together they turned into tag-teamed mediums and they could transcribe pages of messages from loved ones and strangers in the form of sacred letters. Their first book, Living Beyond Fear, Sacred Letters from the Afterlife includes 21 contemporary letters that are inspiring, empowering and healing. These messages open up new possibilities for overcoming our own self-doubts and fears as well as life's challenges. Beth holds a master's degree in psychology, is a certified Reiki and wellness coach, and Barrett has a degree in international relations and has served on multiple boards from international to local non-profit organisations. They are professionals, mums, volunteers and messengers giving voice to the voiceless. Living Beyond Fear gives powerful testimony to a world of spirits eager to communicate with those of us who 
can tune in and listen. So we're going to pop on a quick break and listen to a little song. And when we come back, we'll be talking live to Beth and Barrett. Over to you, Rebel. Radio Tony, bringing social consciousness this time every Thursday evening, live from the Gold Coast, Australia, on W4WN. Resilience, memoir of a broken little girl, discovering a woman of strength and beauty, is the new book from Australian author Tony Lontis. Available in paper, ebook, and audio formats, Resilience is a true life story of Tony experiencing and surviving trauma, abuse, mental health issues, and the ultimate betrayal of someone she fell in love with. Available for download now through all good online retailers and in all good bookstores. Red eyes like the smoke we rise as the candles burning low. Trust me in whatever you like. I play with me every time your name it leaves my lips, burning still like words left unsaid. Fire in my veins, drink deeply. Radio Tony with Tony Lontis, author of Resilience, memoir of a broken little girl discovering a woman of strength and beauty. Available now on Amazon.com and in all good bookstores. Welcome back, everyone. You're listening to Tony Lontis on Radio Tony Australia. And with me this morning are co-authors, tag-teaming mediums, Beth Mund and Berit Stover. Welcome, ladies. 
Thank you so much, Tony. Thank you, Tony. I'm really delighted to have you with us today. And in our interview today, we're going to talk about sending letters from the afterlife, helping you live a life free from fear whilst tapping into the abundance of peace and love. Now, ladies, you're uh, touted as tag teaming mediums, but that isn't how it's always been. So, Beth, would you like to start in telling us how you met Barrett and how you transpired to be working together? Yes, yes. Barrett and I met back in 2016 yeah. and we met at a, a spiritual gathering and we um, were gathering, we were sitting one time connecting with a spirit and we were sitting across the room from each other and Mm -hmm. we each had our notepad and we were taking notes and we realized um, at the end when we were comparing notes that our notes were eerily similar as to what we were receiving from the spirit. So in a sense, we were practicing. We were were getting on to, because both of us had been opening up to connecting with spirits and in the afterlife. And when we got together, we realized that, wow, we can connect around the same spirit. And, um, you know, and, and over time through text messaging, through, um, interactions, we started to realize that we can tag team. So we build upon what each other gets where I may receive something and then Barrett will come in and, and she will receive something. And then we, and then it all starts to unfold through us. So each of us can do this on our own. And then when Mm -hmm. we're together, it's just that much greater. So that was kind of our aha moment. Go ahead, Dawn. That was kind of our aha moment. We just thought if we merged our intuitive abilities, we would just get more information. But what actually came was absolutely astonishing because in 2016, we started receiving full letters, like these beautiful, remarkable messages that would just flow, pages that would flow in just minutes. And we kind of discovered that we were the missing piece for each other. Um, I'm kind of like this. You'd never met before, Barrett? No, we actually hadn't met before 2016. We were introduced by a mutual friend who knew we both were speaking with spirits, which, you know, most people don't talk about with each other. Um, So we were introduced, and as Beth said, we realized um, that we could not only connect from the same spirit, that was like our aha moment, but that we were the missing piece. So I'm almost like the scout. I can see people always on my left side, almost like on a visual stage. I see them gathered and I can see when someone goes center stage that a letter's to come. And Beth is like the transcriber. She's almost like a court stenographer and she'll sit almost like an ink. She'll sit at her computer and maybe within like 10 minutes, eight pages flows through that are just breathtakingly and beautiful. And so we start receiving these letters, Tony, in 2016, and we didn't really know what to make of them. <laughs> and then I had this dream in 2017 that they were to be called sacred letters and yeah. that they were to be shared. And the messages, as you spoke about in the beginning, they are yeah. just beautiful. They're empowering, they're healing, they're inspiring. And they're also speaking that we, that there's our loved ones even though they shed their earthly form and move into spirit are so present. They're so around us as we know they're so full of love. So anyway, that's how these profound sacred letters came into being. Fascinating girls. I've got a couple of questions already. So before we get on to our questions, Annie wants to know, can we reach our loved one that that has passed on? Annie, I'm going to put this one to Barrett first. Okay, I believe we are always connected. You know, when we're connected at the heart, when we're connected in love, love absolutely transcends realms. And when we're in a quiet space, when we go within and we just kind of quiet our mind and we turn off that that mind that's saying, no, that's just my imagination, then things and messages come through. There's always times where there's, like, we think of something and... 
a song comes on that speaks to that or the phone rings, right? And someone gives yeah. us a message. There's never coincidences. And just, we can absolutely hear it. Sometimes we just have to quiet ourselves, kind of turn off our mind and go into our heart. And yeah. again, when we're connected across love, oh my goodness, love, it's they're so, they're so present yes. and they're always yeah. with us, surrounding us with love. Beth, Missy wants to know, when people pass on and they tend to visit me in my dreams, what does this mean? Thanks for the question, Missy. Yeah, that's a great question. And I just want to add to what what Barrett had said, that um, we all have this had this ability, but we need to tap into what our strengths are, um, yeah. you know, how we normally relate in the world. Do we see things, do we, are we a visual person? Are we a more an auditory person? And um, if anyone wants to try and start opening up to this, um, I was someone who, you know, didn't necessarily do this for most of my life. But I began meditating and I began taking it slowly, step by step. And um, so you can open up to doing this. And like Barrett said, there's messages everywhere. So I just wanted to say that we all have this ability. We just have to tap into our individual gifts and strengths in order to do that. Um, so now, can, yeah. Was it a surprise to you when this first started happening? Did you recognize what was happening when it first started for you? Um, I've always, uh, getting back to the dream question, that was a great question because I have such vivid dreams and I have seen my loved ones in dreams and um, I always interpreted my dreams. I was always able to do that. And I would Mm -hmm. take it, I would have a notepad by my bed before I went to sleep and I'd say, okay, I'd like to remember my dream and I would write it out and it would be so rich with symbolism and information and I believe that our dreams contain a lot of of different things they do cont- I, I believe our loved ones do speak to us in our dreams because our conscious mind is shut down so if we're yeah, yeah if we have a, a normally our conscious mind keeps us in the physical world we don't we, that information doesn't come through so mm-hmm. during meditation or a dream that's when the meditation can come through and I have had visits from my loved ones and I have had you know many other types of dreams but I I would say that answer is absolutely yeah Mari wants to know how would we know if we were getting a message from a person who has passed great question Mari um Beth who wants to answer that one um I can just uh, Barrett might have an answer but so I, I, I sort of have fun with this. I, yes. I um, will ask for, to see something um, to let me know our, my loved one is, is around or thinking of me. Um, yeah. So I do it a little bit in reverse. I don't necessarily, um, you know, turn around and, and see a message and know that's my loved one. I will say if, yeah. if my loved one is around or if I would like an answer to a question from a loved one, I will say, show me something in, in, in my path today. Give me a sign and make it really big so I don't doubt it. We have to ask for that second piece to make it really big so our doubt doesn't come in and say, was that really, you know, but one of our you- loved ones? Do you ask for something symbolic such as a butterfly or a dragonfly or how does that work for you? Yeah, that's good. It's it's interesting. So um, like I said, I always have fun with this. If we have fun with this, usually our defenses go down and then we we can we can really see things. So um, I said, you know, I want to know spirits around. Let me see a blue jay. That was my sign. Uh It was a bird, but it was a very specific bird. And yes. the funny thing was, the first time I was I was uh, watching television, or I came into the room and television was on, and I thought, oh gosh, I haven't seen a blue jay. You know, maybe my spirits aren't around. And then the TV went on, and uh, the baseball team was playing, and it was the Blue Jays who oh. <laughs> were playing. And so that's how it always happens for me. It comes out in a funny way. Um, but then I will see blue jays out and about, and I just picked a symbol and went with it and when I do see a blue jay I feel that um I feel that I am connected I feel that there just it makes me feel that there's no that I'm not alone and that spirit is around me 
And, Barrett, and I think if I could just add to that, about, too. I, go ahead. Yeah, I was going to ask you, Barrett, do you have a special symbolic that's, symbol that's special to you? Um, for me, a lot of it is is um, hearing. Uh, everything's yes. on my left side and it's um, in my ear or I can visually in my mind's eye, if that makes sense, see the, um, see this stage. So um, I get actually a lot of personality that comes oh. through. So I, when I connect with somebody, the first thing that I get is a lot of the, their personality. I can actually kind of describe their personality. You know, occasionally I can actually, and I think Beth too, can sort of see the person in their mind's eye. So almost like if oh. we did a artist sketch, we could get pieces. And what's been kind of remarkable is that that's kind of been validated to us when we have seen this person and then later um, come across a photo that someone shares. I'm like, Oh my gosh, that, that is that person. Um, For instance, there was a, if I can just share one of our stories, maybe in the sacred letters. So we were connecting. My niece had asked me to connect around a young girl named Sydney who had passed in 2015 in the earthquake in Nepal. And she came through and beautiful. I, you know, saw two hawks and I got her name, Paul. I got some different, I got her personality and my niece confirmed, I don't know Sydney, but she confirmed, oh, this is her. And then when I was sharing that with Beth, because Beth and I aren't always, most of the time we're not together. We, as Beth said, we text and we, you know, daily share. And she kept saying, who is this, who's this woman with the long blonde braid? And I said, oh, "Oh, I can see her on my left side. I'm like, no, no, no. Yes, I see her. She's maybe in her mid sixties. She's petite, very fit, kind of, I can see the long blonde braid. No, no, I'm speaking on with this girl who's, you know, uh, maybe 20, you know, yeah. and that, uh, very different. And um, anyway, uh, so I saw this woman with a long blonde braid on my stage. She moved center stage and she actually channeled this absolutely breathtakingly beautiful letter through Beth. And we had this letter and we didn't even know who she is. Um, yeah. And we would ask, um, you know, help, you know, we can speak to them and they can give us images. So help me figure out who you are. And so she gave me a stanza, the dawning of the age of Aquarius. And she gave me images of Maine and I've been to Maine since I was a child. So anyway, that kept looping around. And I finally said to Beth, I think the only other overlap is that every time we connect with Sydney who passed in the Nepal earthquake, this woman appears. So I went to my computer and I put on, you know, those, that information, Maine, the earthquake and so forth. Anyway, what came up was amazing. There was an article of a woman who passed from Maine uh, in that 2015 earthquake. As well. But what was even more amazing, Tony, was the picture that was above the article. (gasps) It was exactly like we envisioned her. Someone had taken her picture a few days before the earthquake. And there she was standing on the summit against the, you know, cold, jagged Mm -hmm. rocks of Nepal with her long blonde braid, exactly like what we're seeing in our mind's eye. So um, anyway, so those are some of the images that we get to figure out the people, personality, um, you know, sound sites, you know, there's lots of different kind of um, uh, clues and so forth that we're given to try to piece together who the person is. So sometimes like, we know like the person, sometimes psychic we don't. investigators. Yes, we have to. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. When I um, when I was with a group the other night, I um, I saw a woman with black hair, and what what I will see is things stand out on them that I'm supposed to pay attention to. So uh-huh. the two things that stood out for me were her was her hair, which was it looked it was so thick and it looked a certain way. I, I just I described it to the group. And then shoes. She had on shoes that looked like nursing shoes. And that was the two uh-huh. signs that the person knew who this who it was for them. So they they do help us out. <laughs> Let us know what's yeah. important. Otherwise, we're so, a little bit like Laverne and Shirley trying to figure it all out. <laughs> yeah. Do you know the image that just popped in, into my brain? <laughs> How cool is that? <laughs> Nothing's Ladies, a coincidence. Uh, so you don't actually need to be physically near someone to get those messages. They, they come to you as they come to you with no rhyme or reason. Is that my understanding 
um, when you're talking about if somebody wants to connect with their loved one? Mm-hmm. Uh, or even know, if yeah. someone doesn't, does it? Does this happen to you girls when you're, like, does it happen randomly? So, yes. uh, like, for instance, just walking down the street and suddenly you will get a message and at the same time Barrett is getting something similar? Is, is that how it works? Um, sometimes, or does it yes. Most, yeah. yeah. Yeah, sometimes we will, um, well, individually, I I can connect with someone uh, with intention, but also I receive um, without without requesting it. If someone has passed, um, there was a boy who passed on New Year's in our town, um, and he he was he was coming to me over a number of days and i know if someone's coming to me over a few days that yeah. i'm i'm meant to connect with them and um for our book i was uh i was walking into my room one night and there was um i felt louise hay who is yes. a fam- famous yes. teacher and author and um i knew I knew she was in my room and I don't normally feel the whole spirit. I usually see it in my mind's eye, but I felt her there. So I wasn't really sure what to do with her. So I just, I just went, I went and brushed my teeth. That's powerful presence, isn't it? Yes. Yes. So I, um, I went and brushed my teeth and then I came back. I thought, she's still here. Uh, Let me see what she wants. And, (laughs) you know, that's what we normally do when spirit comes to us. We just go about our day. And she gave me the three parts of our book, how it was to be laid out, which was amazing because, you know, we we work here. We we live our lives. We think we're Mm -hmm. separated from the spirit world, from the afterlife, from our loved ones and other souls and we never are she no, knew about the book the yeah yes it's right here and she knew yeah. about it and she gave it to me and I and I let Barrett know um and there are, are many times where I will text Barrett and she's like I I was just thinking that or I was just you know we're we're very much are very connected we're all connected but yeah. when you start doing this kind of work you see how connected you really are yeah. So I think girls, to answer your I question, Tony. Talk, yeah. No, I was just going to say sometimes, um, sometimes we, I think it's so much as guided from the other side of who crosses our yes. path. So it seems random, but it's really not random. Yes. Um, and we kind of yeah. understand later what was what was the reason for it. And then there's other times that people have started asking us, "Can you actually connect with?" you know, this specific loved one. And we just really just need the first name and the relationship. And we've been actually doing some amazing readings that we're passing to people kind of all over the world. And we don't even know the people, but it's, they validate, oh my goodness, this is, this is my, um, you know, this is, you know, my loved one. And, but the thing that's so profound, Tony, about this, it's not just, yes, we can, you know, give past personality or different pieces that they say, yes, aha, this is that person. But what's coming through and what these really sacred letters are about is these universal, profound messages that speak to all of us, that speak to our human experience with such love, with such empowerment and, and inspiration to help us to under you know to give us that expanded understanding not that and when insight. they cross over and insight not that they yeah. know everything when they pass but they can see it in a much bigger way they are looking yeah. from that vantage point back to our life here and they're gifting us with these mm-hmm. words that are so healing that are so loving that are so full of compassion and guidance yeah, yeah. I wanted to ask um, how people overcome helplessness and move beyond fear in our world today. Um, I know from my perspective, I come across a lot of people who are very fearful. I used to be fearful and now nothing much scares me really. I 
I think that the world is there to be experienced and there's nothing to lose by doing something new, stepping beyond what you normally do and embracing the fear and doing it anyway because that's exactly how I come to have radio. No radio background, no understanding, but knowing that I needed to say yes. That was all I knew when I started, just that I knew that I had to say yes. And is that how your beautiful letters help people? Does it help them move beyond the fear? Yes. I think absolutely. Uh, Tony, I um, we have a letter that speaks exactly to this called Love Within yes. the Chaos. And um, yes. they have a couple suggestions that they had given. I, I can tell you personally, I also had been in a lot of fear. And, yeah. um, and even coming out with this uh, saying we're mediums, you know, we talk to people who have passed, yeah. you know, was a big deal for us yeah. and, and for me. And I had to overcome that fear. Um, I bet. There's a, you know, we all have fears, a fear of the unknown, a fear of death, a fear of... Um, you know, there's many fears out there, but, um, I think these writing this book has, uh, opened us up to lowering our fear, but I want to address, um, the general fear and then the fear about the archaic world. You know, we all have fear and how we deal with it is, um, you know, is is by experience and by sometimes we have to just go for it. Like, you, you know, you said you just step out into the world. And I have found that the more I trust my, the more I trust myself, I feel whatever comes up. I live in the present. These are things that have helped me overcome my fear. And as my fear went down, my intuition went up. And the into, and that just, made it that much more likely that fear and intuition go against each other. So I lived in fear so much of my life. I also experienced trauma and I lived in fear so much of my life and it covered up my intuition. And once I was able to lower my fear and tap into my intuition, then I felt empowered. Then the fear became less and less. So um, I think lowering the fear comes from becoming self-aware, taking risks, living in the present moment, you know, yeah. countering those fe fearful thoughts. And what we learned from the letters were um, that when there is so much chaos in the world and there is so much fear out there and, um, you know, the first thing in, in the letter, in fact, one of our readers had commented on this, um, that she always felt helpless. And yes. she, um, but one of the letters says, you know, start with yourself, you know, you feel like yeah. there's so much to do out there. There's so much chaos. You know, we, we yeah. get overwhelmed. Start with yourself. Give to yourself. Yeah. Love yourself. If everyone in this world loved themselves, yes. th our world would look a lot different. And then the second thing is um, look for the – find the light in the, in the chaos. Find the light out there. If we yeah. hear of a tragedy going on, there's always helpers. I always say to myself, look for yeah. the helpers. So instead of getting lost in the tragedy and getting – into more fear, I, I look for the helpers. I look for the light. Who's helping out? Who's, you know, that 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 helps us bring down that fear in general. And we and we have control over where we tune in. You know, we can yeah. tune inward. Um, we can tune outward. We can tune outward to positive affirming messages, or or tune out to the fear. So. Life is about how there's a lot of things we don't have control over, yes, but oh, there's so yeah. many things that I feel that we do to help ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. And if I could just add one thing to that, Tony, um, I just yeah. remember one of the letters in our book is um, channeled from Grandma Ruth, who was a grandmother. Yeah. She was an older woman who passed, and she said, Do not live your life in fear. I have lived yeah. my life in fear and none of it came true. This is what she's yep. speaking from the other side. She yep. said, it prevented me from being truly present and being yep. there as myself. It prevents yep. us from being the truth of really who we are and all the gifts that we each bring to this world that's so needed. Definitely. Ladies, do you feel that there is, I feel this, and so I'm, I'm asking from your perspective, I'm in Australia, you're in America. Do you feel that there is a groundswell 
of learning about our higher levels of spirituality do you do, do you feel like i do that that is starting to rise up and not be so secret and that people are starting to actively embrace their intuition and not think that it's uh, so my perspective is I, I came from a Christian upbringing and of course uh, mediumship intuition uh, they're all labeled as from the devil or evil and when you come from that perspective and you start to embrace your intuition and and listening to the messages from a spirit level, there's a bit of a battle that goes on. I'm just wondering for, for both of you, Beth and Barrett, what was your experience around that? Um, I know for me, I, 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 I definitely see people waking up. I mean, that's, that's, Good. that's the term yes. I use. Um, I love when I see someone waking up, even if I go onto Facebook and mm-hmm. someone um, you, w- was posting pictures of their meals or whatever, you yes. know, or yes. I mean, I've, yes. I've done it, you know, we all love, you know, post things. Um, but then I start seeing posts about um, love or posts about yes. support or connection. I, I see it yes. everywhere. Um, I also see people that are not ready and that's okay. Mm. And my lesson has been to learn to, that, that, that that's okay. That love not them. everyone is going to love them where they're at. And yes. it's, yes. you know, that's the only thing we can do. And that's what, that's what they need. And that's what, that's what we need. So I yes. have seen both and, um, uh, but I think there is more waking up. And when I was coming out with this, that my gifts and this book, yeah. I said to myself, okay, this is going to be challenging because there is the people, there is that notion out there that, um, it's, yeah. you know, strange yeah. and weird. And yeah. I decided that I was a way shower in the, in a sense yes. of I had to, I had to do this. And yes, because I, this was my, this it's, ended it's up being deep, my mission. It's a deep, feeling of knowing that never abates you just know in the depths of your soul that this is what you have to do and it's a positive peaceful feeling of strength that's how I describe it Beth you just know don't you you just know and these and I have held in messages um and I have felt anxious because of it um and I just said you know what no I just know I have to do this and I've had people come to me and say thank you um you know I I knew my loved one came to me in a dream or I knew I was receiving messages but you you helped me believe it and when we first come out you don't you don't know those people are out there you just have to you you have to take a chance and it's i just describe it like i was i was a gymnast when i was younger and uh-huh. you learned a, you learned a new move and you just you know no matter how many times someone Practiced teaches it. it to you you just have to at some point you just have to go for it and do it yeah. and um i that's exactly it. you just you just go for it and you know that this is what you're here to do and um i think that it helps other people wake up and I think when you're sharing you with each other, you're yes. reaffirming for one another. You know, we're, yes. all, we're so connected to one another. And yes. when we kind of really become vulnerable and we share our heart or we say, share what, what we're feeling, it really does resonate yes. with the other person. And then allows them to open up and say, like Beth was saying, yeah, you know, I had that dream. Or I think I felt that person. And we all kind of work that, yeah. that muscle, muscle and we actually... It just it just makes it so much more authentic in our connection because we are connected, and it just yes. um, gives us a sense of belonging. It gives us a sense of being present and being loved yes. and being among, you know, one another. Yes, yes. Girls, how do we look beyond the challenges in our life and know that we are truly loved? I think when we look again um, to, to, first of all, just be gentle with ourselves and say, yes. you know, we're doing the best that we can. Everyone's doing the best that they can. And yes. to hold everyone in that um, that beautiful space of, of yes. knowing that, but also to 
breathe and just realize that there's a far there's a far bigger picture than what we can humanly understand mm-hmm. and when you kind of let things go um and to just rest yourself in that bigger picture yeah. compassion and understanding for yourself and for others comes in and um there's another beautiful uh, quote that I love from the book and it and it says we must rest in the awareness that there is always a gift in everything even if we cannot see it and I think that we go through our challenges and we don't know why but sometimes we have our biggest growth both Beth and I have been through our own challenges um, she with trauma for me it was illness a lot of my spiritual awakening really came really kind of catapulted in 2010, I um, was diagnosed with multiple sclerosis. And I had, you know, my twins at the time were sixth graders, and I lost my ability to walk. And my legs kind of filled with that 500-pound lead that happens with a lot of people who have um, MS. And and for three months, I had amazing love around. My family came to take care of the family and so forth. But I it awakened me because the spirits that I felt around me just became more present. And then in 2016, I was back again, fine walking and so forth. And when I was connecting around um, the loved one of, of a friend's brother and so forth, I said, I felt like I had like one leg in the spirit world and one leg on earth. And within hours of being so normal, quote unquote, I lost my left leg and was hospitalized. Um, and then just quickly, when I was in the hospital, I, I had an out-of-body experience. I was in an MRI, and I could see myself lying on that cold tray, but I was taken yes. so many places and shared that you are a messenger, and so many things that were shared in 2016 during that time came true. Um, yeah. So sometimes in our challenges, we our love, we can feel that love, but it's sometimes we have our biggest spurts of growth. Our soul's growth sometimes is catapulted during that time. Yeah. Yeah. And I just wanted to say there's one question that I always ask when I'm being challenged the most, you know, we could ask ourselves, why is this happening to me? Why me? But what I ask is, how is this helping me? Yes. And that yes. is a very different question, and I don't always get the answer right away. It mm-hmm. takes time, mm-hmm. but that that helps me to move through the challenges without, you know, kicking my feet, kicking and screaming yeah. <laughs> through them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ladies, how do you find faith in a world that has let it down? I know that my world completely let me down many times, and I'm sure that's happened to you. So how do you... Uh, find your faith in a world that's let you down? I, I think for one is just to, again, trust in that, that, that we're something far greater than ourselves. Yeah. So yes. even though we feel that we're let down, we, we know we're not alone. We know yes. that there's something, a bigger love and energy and spirit beyond ourselves. Yes. So even if we are blindly believing that, but to just put that, almost that blind faith out there. And then just, again, to just release and be, and let things unfold, let things come to us. And, and it will reaffirm what we put out will come back and we can sort of watch things um, that come forward that reaffirm our faith. I think it's um, when we're when we are observant, when we're connected at the heart, we are given so much, so much, so many messages that just reaffirm that there is, there is so much good in the world. There is so much love. We are, we are only love that we can be nothing less than the love that we are. So when we put that out there, it comes back. What we put out comes back to us tenfold. Yes, definitely. What do you think, Beth? Um, I too was let down by the world and I was thinking about your question when Barrett was talking and, um, I, for me, I had to start over. I had to, if I, if I stayed in the past about what happened, I I went through trauma and abuse as a child. And if I stayed in the past, um, I would be carrying that with me and I had to, look at my life and look at the people who were good 
And that that yeah. would bring me faith. I'd say, you know, not everybody um, has done me wrong and not everyone is, is bad. And, um, and, and then trust my intuition that which yes. completely helps me with faith because then it just, um, it brings more things to me that are, that are positive and more people to me. If you were going into a situation that maybe you had a struggle with in the past, maybe people who hurt you, um, if you trust your intuition, they'll tell you whether or not to even you should go. It will tell you Uh everything. So my Uh faith is is really that's what guides me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Girls, how do we achieve wholeness when we feel broken inside? I'll ask you that, that first, Spirit. Um, I think we have to, you know, it's interesting because it kind of brings up another um, letter. My cousin passed, yeah. Peter passed from yes. um, a drug addiction in 2017. And actually, he's the one who came forward and channeled a letter to Beth and myself that explained oh. what these sacred letters were about and how we worked. He sort of gave, and that we placed that letter actually at the beginning of our book but yeah. he he speaks to um that we're all we all have a whole h-o-l-e yeah. all of us have something and to come yeah. into wholeness w-h-o-l-e um yeah. n-e-s as um we have to really do two things we have to have self-reflection which doesn't mean we have to go and um, berate ourselves or yeah. replay the thing over and over but just to acknowledge it and to and then once we acknowledge it we can reflect on it and we can release it and then to to feel through things I mean he spoke about he says Peter says there's nothing to fix but everything to feel we don't have to fix ourselves right but we Mm -hmm. have to feel Mm -hmm. through it to come back to really what we always are we've never been anything less than whole and to yeah. know that with our every fiber and every heart piece, every piece of our heart, to know that we are yes. all worthy, we are all whole, we are all yes. love. And to hold yes. that place for ourselves until we can be gentle and compassionate with ourselves yes. to bring us back to feeling that wholeness. It doesn't happen yeah. immediately, but to come into that. And it's just so, it's, it's, it's so beautiful. But we all go through different experiences and that's the human experience. Mm-hmm. But it's, but I we are we always surrounded all by love. Be, I wish we could all be born with that belief that we are worthy, that we um, are worthy of being loved, that we are worthy of a wonderful life because it's that unworthiness that often uh, sparks trouble in our life and the self-hatred and, and all of those things that are not good and not helpful. Um, in talking about both your journeys, I want to know your, your thoughts on forgiveness and how necessary that is for healing. And I'll go to Beth first this time. Um, that's a great Great question. Forgiveness is, I, I think forgiveness is a little misunderstood. For, yeah. My experience of forgiveness is forgiveness comes after the healing. Yes. So my healing journey. I yeah. I think that one, you have to, have to heal. do, you have to heal. You have to feel those painful, hard feelings, the shame yeah. and the mm-hmm. anger and the sadness the and the mm-hmm. guilt. Mm-hmm. And you have to, you know, um, go back and feel all that. And work and, through them. Yes, and work through them. And then first, and then forgive yourself because yes. because of what we've been through, um, we act in certain ways that mm-hmm. we look back and say, why did I, why did I do that? Um, but it's because of what we experienced, what we were yeah. taught. And yeah. so um, following the healing, then it's, then it's a choice. And for me, it's always come organically. I'm not, you know, forcing myself to do it. I was standing in the bathroom and I realized how much forgiveness I all of a sudden had um, for this person that hurt me a lot, someone very close to me. And I I, I had to come there when I was ready. And then I understood 
you know, of course, we un- yeah. we can understand why they do things. You know, abuse. Yeah. There's a cycle, yeah. right? And they they've been abused and all that. And but there's a reason. Mm-hmm. Yes, and there's a reason. But to run to that first, um, then you don't wind up doing the work. It feels yeah. doesn't feel true to me. Yeah. So that's been my yeah, experience. Yeah, I agree. I think that you need to experience the healing before you can do the forgiveness. My lovely ladies, we are actually out of time and I cannot believe that this interview has gone so quickly. So for all the listeners out there, we've had a wonderful conversation with Barrett and Beth this morning and I just want to point you to their amazing new book called Living Beyond Fear, Sacred letters from the afterlife and if you jump onto their website thesacredletters.com and it's also in the chat box you'll be able to find their book find more about what they do and connect with both of them ladies what an absolute pleasure to have you on radio tony australia this tonight um i i could talk to you for so much longer i'm very appreciative of you taking the time to speak to me and i really hope that somewhere down the track i can have you on the show again we would um, love that thank you so much thank you tony i could and- absolutely keep talking forever on this subject it's so fascinating to me um and i wish you every success in the work that you do now and connecting with those from the afterlife thank you so much for all the love that you give to so many tony in your program and and the empowerment you do to women yeah um and to your audience if 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 anybody has any more questions on our website they can just go to the contact us um and they can write their questions out Yep, yeah, and then they can contact us that way and we'd be happy to respond to them. Fantastic. I have to go or my technician will be kicking me off live air. <laughs> Thank you so much, Beth and Barrett. What an absolute pleasure. All the best in the future. That website, listeners, is thesacredletters.com, T-H-E-S-A-C-R-E-D-L-E-T-T-E-R-S.com. Thank you so much, Beth and Barrett. Barrett, sorry. Over to you, Rebel. Bye, girl. Radio Tony. Your safe space for tough conversations. Exposing secrets and talking about trauma and recovery. Radio Tony. A platform for the unheard. Radio Tony. With Tony Lontis, author of Resilience, memoir of a broken little girl discovering a woman of strength and beauty. Radio 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 Tony. Available now on Amazon.com and in all good bookstores. Radio Tony. Back next Thursday from 7pm Eastern Standard Time, live from the Gold Coast, Australia. Mama.